Let us go, 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 going gone. What up, y'all? We're here with another episode of Fuck Market Protocol, Kush. I see you. What's up, fam? Good to see you. Welcome back. Sadiq, what's up, Ali? I see you, famo. Queen Ray 22, Greg Purifor, Ange, Angelia, Chanel, all the RJ Fitz. We have a special uh, episode. They're all special episodes, really, aren't they? We, we, we always have great episodes. Last week had a lot of fun. I told y'all this month I was having my favorite uh, impressionist slash comedians on. And, uh, and, we, <laughs> and we turned up last week with my man... Uh, with with my man uh Jay Farrell. And I'm looking forward to tonight. What's up, Ali? Yo, Ali, I want you to be my I'ma say it now. I want you to first you are the first guest in uh in September if if you'll join us. Um Flower Child Poet Peace, what's up? Um Delfito, what up? I am Kenya AC, straightforward Christine, what's up? KBK pick, Brandon laughs, I see you, fam. Um so Ali, I'm I'm asking you right now, Vieira! Vieira, you're the week after Ali. You never called me back, son. I'm not going to forget that. No, I'm just playing. Um, all right, cool, cool. So y'all heard it first. Ali Sadiq is going to be on at the beginning of September. Can can I get Mark Vieira to, to confirm uh, that, that he's going to come on uh, the, the second week of uh, September? Oh, look at that. Afion, the most prompt comedian um, to be on here. I got to say, we've had someone <laughs> join in, um, so he's coming on, um, and Vieira, I still still have it out. Hey, Vion, what up, son? What up, fam, man? Chilling, chilling, V, chilling. Yeah, you know what? I just, yeah, for people that don't know, I just I just made sure the lips uh, weren't looking like Pookie. <laughs> Look, I got, nope. ass, I got big ass lips, so I got to make sure my shit is always, you know... <laughs> On point with my shit, yo. Yeah, man. How you been, man? I can't complain, man. You know what I'm saying? Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. How are you? I'm cool, bro. I'm actually, you know, this this is my first time in a hotel room uh, in in probably four or five months. I had to um, take a, a quick road trip uh, with with my dukes, and, and so oh, as you can always you can always tell you're in a hotel when you see when you see that handle <laughs> right there. I can't see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look, hold up. I'm gonna move it, and this this how you know you're the hotel when you see the coffee. In the microwave on top of each when you other. You see the microwave on a shelf. On the- <laughs> that's hotel action. Exactly, son. Exactly. Let me let me let me uh give give you your proper introduction. Um, first off, you know, welcome y'all to another episode. For those that don't know, my name is Dean Edwards, the host of the Father Mother Protocol, live on IG every Monday night, where we have some of the uh, most talented, funny brilliant comics that you've ever seen that happen to be good friends of mine. Um, This week is no different because as we started last week with uh, impression uh, slash comics, I don't like saying impressionist because you're more than just an impressionist, right? You're a comedian that happens to have some amazing impressions. And so I wanted to do that this month where I brought on my my favorite comics that happen to do impressions is this cat who's on live with me right now. 
I know him from from Def Comedy Jam as well as you do. We we take together, which I'm gonna get into. <laughs> way back in way, our youth, we go way back. We go back like spinal cords on eight tracks. Come on, um, um, for, for first couple of seasons of one of the original cast members of Wildin' Out, mm-hmm. he he uh, danced on Soul Train, which is something no other comedian has done. <laughs> you know, from, Alex Thomas. Did Alex? I never knew Alex Thomas. Uh, so was it just y'all two? He wasn't on the same time as me, but I think him. I think Chris Spencer may have too. Okay, Chris okay. Rock. Okay. All of that whole crew, Chris Sully, uh, Alex, they all rock. Okay, they okay, okay. I stand corrected. Lenny Ringer, Mark Vieira. Uh, um, um, uh, your own sketch comedy show, but more than that. Probably one of the busiest comics on social media, specifically Instagram, over the last uh, couple of months of quarantine. Big up, my man, my brethren, and yours, Avion Crockett, in the building. Salute. Much my respect. Guy. What up, bro? My guy. My guy, man. I want to, I want to, um, because we, we're going to get into impressions and everything, because I know people want to see those. But I always wanted to, uh, I wanted to get into people's history, right? I want to start with your history. Where are you from originally? North Carolina. Fayetteville, North Carolina. Army Brat. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Army Brat. What, uh, what, 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 well, I'm not going to ask what year you were born, but were you born in the States or were you born, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born okay, okay. No, because I, I was in the Army for, uh, for six years, so I know a lot of cats are born overseas and then right when when they pop some moms what get Godfrey? Permit. Godfrey, I see oh, you, God. fam. Oh, his, his was funny. Godfrey, Godfrey is the king of going for hours because last week Jay and I did about ninety minutes, and then I said, "Let me just go. Let me go sneak over and see what Godfrey's doing." And then three hours later, he sent me the request, no, and it was three thirty. None of us had the endurance. That Godfrey Bruh. has on this live. No, it's, it's his Godfrey, world. <laughs> yeah, Godfrey is is the energizer, but the black buys a bunny of uh, <laughs> of the quarantine. Fact. So, so t- talk to me about your beginnings, man. Where where was your first time? When did you first realize you were funny? I still don't know I'm funny. <laughs> I'm <being honest> with <laughs> you. It's I don't know, man. I just I just um always been observant, and so when you start to regurgitate things that you see. And people yeah. react to them and, you know, they start laughing at it. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'm just being observant and I'm just presenting what right. I actually saw or experienced. So right, if, right. if the truth and the facts are funny, then I'm just going to do that. You know what I mean? So right. that was early on, like, you know, I was maybe nine years old, eight, nine years old, just doing, mm-hmm. uh, like, voices around the crib for my mom. And she was laughing at the shit. And then. Right. People in school would laugh when I would imitate the teacher. You know, I'd do the voice and they all straighten up and they thought the teacher was in the room. Ah, that's funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, just little things like that, man, when I was in, when I was a youngin. Yeah, yeah. Now, you also, you know, I like this. Like, we all came up with, with like, our generation, I should say, came up with, with hip-hop. But... You encompass, uh, along with myself, you know, the handful of cats. Well, there's certain cats I look at, and I'm like, yeah, he, he's he's full of all the elements. You know what I mean? Like you're an MC. You know, you're, you're a b boy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you also knew how to draw and you were a graffiti artist I as well. I did that first. 
Okay, boom, right? <laughs> and I'm sure you, at some point or another, you play on the turntables. I used to so, DJ at school, school dances, yeah. So, so <clears throat> what... Um, I'm DJing tonight, what? actually, uh, Club Body Roll on Twitch. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of my communities. I have, a, I have a small community on Twitch, and I play slow jams, Club Body Roll. Oh, dig it, dig yeah. it, dig it. Now, what, um, what was it about hip-hop? You know, it sounds cliche, but when did you fall in love with hip-hop? Um, right around when Sucker MC came out, that song mm, is mm. when I first, I mean, Rapper's Delight was cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. But something about Run DMC, because I mean, yeah. now we know that they, they was actual MCs, you know what I'm saying? Right. Unlike, right. unlike, um, Sugar Hill, who Kaz wrote. Kaz's uh, book, yeah. Big Bang's Raw, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, right. respect, you know, that they are pioneers, but something about yeah. when... Even when Curtis Blow came out, when AJ came out, basketball yeah. came out, yeah. and Run DMC, yeah. Sucker MC, and I first started to see B-Boying go down. Yeah. And then this music was was the soundtrack to that. Yeah. That was when I got bit by the bug first. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was it was crazy today. It was something in the energy. Like it was different. It wasn't disco. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, no, yeah. I, uh, I, it's funny because I was listening to Sucker MCs earlier today because, uh, was his name DJ Cassidy? DJ Cassidy did the past. DJ Cassidy. Yeah. If, for those of you that haven't checked out DJ Cassidy's uh, uh, Pass the Mic series, he did the first one was like soul and R&B from the 80s, uh, 70s through the early 90s. But he did he did one really for us, for our generation, right? Because it opens up. Not just, and that's what was dope. It's, it opens with run suck MCs, but then it cuts right to DM, I'm DMC in the place to be. And you're like, ah! And then LL Cool J does a whole concert. Like, you, you can feel L's energy because L is up in the camera, you know, back and forth. And it was just, and it went, I didn't even realize it went like 30, almost 40 minutes. Yeah, I haven't even finished you watching know. it all. So I don't even know who yeah. else is in it. I ain't. I'm not. I ain't going to. Yeah, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I saw. Yeah, I saw so you get know. Cause, cause you gonna, you gonna. It's, it's, it's emotional. Cause, cause, like I said, it's for us. So, yeah. So you hear Run. You know, I remember. I think um, Run. Run was really the first that like captured us. Like I remember same thing. Like, like Sugar Hill Gang was hot, and then Eighth Wonder popped, and you're like, ah. Oh. But Run, Run felt like us. Like, like cats from around the way that that you would see that was the other thing because prior to that you know a lot of um the the you know upcoming hip-hop artists you know african band body and soul side and force they're in furs and 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 grandmaster flash and melly mel and this leather outfits that look yeah. you know on some mad max running the message, them just the message was a pro prolific song but at the time yeah. it sounded like your one of your ogs was doing the song like Right, right, right. Run, Run sounded young. He sounded like us. Yeah, man. And yeah. Mel just had a different flow. But, I mean, much respect to Mel. He's, he's an OG and one of, of course, of course. the dopest storytellers we ever heard. Um, yeah, man. But another capturing moment, speaking of Soul Sonic Force, was Planet Rock, the song. So <sighs> to those of us that were poppers, that yeah. Planet Rock was like, oh, okay, we really going to rock to this song. And it's yeah, all like man. Egypt and Numbers by Kraftwerk. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 was when I really started to catch the bug. 
Mm -hmm. did, would you say any of them were you focused? Did you become more focused on because I because you're such an amazing dancer? So were you were you if you're going out to clubs or going to parties or whatever? Are you getting on the mic? Are you DJing or are you are you on the floor more? Everything we did all the above. Yeah, it okay. Was like, because it was such a, I didn't know that rappers wrote their rhymes. I thought they always went mm. off the head. You know what I mean? Interesting. I, okay. Especially dancing, like we didn't know what choreography was. We just right. When right, the music right. came on, you jump in the cipher and you go. Yeah. When the when the DJ is passing the mic on the stage or in front of the booth, you just jump up and say shit. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? So yeah. we just did a little bit of everything. We never like separated and be like, oh, I'm only a graph writer. Right. I'm only a b-boy. We just right. like, if it was fun and it got girls' attention, <laughs> it was right. <laughs> we was on I'm, it, bruh. It I'm on. glad you said that because there was always an underlying element of, you know what, girls like this, so I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> I'm telling you. I was bullied in school until they, they saw I could b-boy. They was like, oh, he cool. He, 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 he got that windmill. Son, yo, speak on that, because it's true. If you if you were dope, if you were dope b-boy, and if you made people laugh, like the bullies did not, because you you entertain them. You know, yeah. you're like the court jester of sorts, you know. Real talk. Everybody rock with you. Yeah, real talk. Are you, are you an only child? No, it's four of us. So oh, brother, okay. It was me and my older brother and... I have a young uncle, like black families do. <laughs> I have a young right. uncle. <laughs> Your uncle is, is younger than you right here? No, he was two years older than me, two years right. younger than my brother. So we were a group. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's but yeah, it was us. We was always win, winning all the talent shows and right. battles right. and whatever. We was we wanted all the smoke everywhere we went. Right, right. Did y'all walk around with your own linoleum or cardboard? Hell yeah. You, you wasn't official if you ain't do that. You weren't official if you ain't had your own piece. <laughs> you just had a breaker with the Adidas untied, the fat laces like untied. And if you ain't windmill and your shoe fly off, you, know right. you wasn't official official. Let me tell you something. I still don't tie my laces to this really? day. I don't tie my laces. I ain't lost the shoe yet. Exactly. So so back to comedy. So when's the first time you get on stage? Oh, that's much later. That's not until Deaf Comedy Jam was like really a thing. And okay. the first time, um, and you'll understand this when I say it, but my only understanding of what stand-up comedy was was mm -hmm. evening at the improv. Yeah. Bud Freeman and all the, the yeah. white comics had their little tweed mm -hmm. jackets on with the, the right. Oxford right. elbow. <laughs> Say, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, so it was either that or this guy. Eddie, 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 Eddie was, there was something special about that leather suit. It's something about Ed. And so yeah. he was my hero. But I yeah. never thought that I could do what he did. I, I, he, he was a rock star to me. Yeah. I yeah. was a big fan. So mm -hmm. until, so you got rock star and you got tweed jackets. <laughs> right. Never related to that until Def Comedy Jam. Now I'm seeing B-boy dancing with dreads mm -hmm. and the baggy jeans. People that right. look like me. Right. Comedians are there. Martin Lawrence, who was the young, hot dude from House Party. Right. And, right. You know, I had the high top, so I thought I was kid. So right. 
I'm seeing all this connective tissue. It's Def Jam, mm -hmm. it's Russell Simmons, it's Kid Capri. It's mm -hmm. all the elements of what right. I already do in one room, except right. for comedy. You know what I mean? Like, and and the person that brought it all together for me was Cool Bubba Ice when I saw his. Set. Oh, dig it! Cause I, shout out to Bubba too, man. Shout out to shout Bubba. I gotta make sure you know. I gotta make sure I have Bubba on because yeah, Bubba doesn't get doesn't get the the props he deserves you know in in comedy and then as being an amazing cat that does impressions man so yeah i had him on my live like uh, a couple months ago in the beginning of quarantine but yeah i just had to give him his flowers man like yeah man. without yeah without seeing his dev jam set i wouldn't have had the confidence to know that i could put a string of impressions together and that's considered stand-up and right. worthy of deaf comedy jam specifically Right, right. That show was fucking stratosphere. Yeah, man. Yeah, when Dev Jam first popped, you know, and, and we've had a couple of casts on talent, Rob Stapleton, uh, mm -hmm. Guy Tory, and, and and we were all talking about how when when Def, Def Comedy Jam popped, it was, look, I'm get, I can always know it's something special because I get goosebumps. And Dev Jam, when it premiered February 28, 1992, you knew you were watching something special the same way when you first saw Eddie Murphy Delirious a decade earlier. You know, you you didn't know what it was. You couldn't put your finger on it, but you're like, this this is some sort of revolution. It's crazy. And, you know, yeah. we were big fans of Crush Groove, so we knew Def Jam. Right. Rick, Rick Rubin and right. Russ. We knew the whole right. Def Jam story. So by the time the 90, early 90s come around, and it's deaf comedy jam. You put comedy right. in the middle of that. It's like, what is this? Right, right. This is about to be some real shit. And and sure enough, it it delivered. It yeah, really man. delivered. Yeah. Who who were some of your favorites in those early uh, seasons? Funny, I just sat down with Bill Bellamy, who was the first ever. Yeah. I told him. I told Bill. I said, "You are the LL Cool J of comedy." He was the box. Yeah. Box. Crush group. <laughs> box. My radio. Yeah. Believe me, I like it loud. But for him to be the first one to ever hit the stage on Def Jam to open yeah. it up and to still be here and be relevant and making, you know, doing his thing yeah. and booking and doing crazy numbers. I said, like, yeah. you you the longevity king. And you was, yeah, you was our our hero. So of course Bill, of course, um, Chris Tucker, Bernie, mm -hmm. them early sets, uh Rodney yeah. Winfield, like just different different yeah. cats like yeah. had had some real crazy sets that you was like man these dudes is crazy um said had dope, a dope set on there early yeah, yeah. Uh, mike epps you know what i'm saying like all the, the people that we we fuck with today that's really what yeah that's that's it's, as as you were saying that it made it, two things struck out number one is 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 interesting because the same way you said you know run and 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 uh and eddie were heroes those dudes were were our first heroes that are now contemporaries that we're now friends with, we're now cool with, you know. Mm -hmm. But saying that I remember seeing seeing all these dudes because they look like us and, right. and coming up watching Annie's Evening Improv. Aside from Franklin Ajayi, maybe uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans with the little mini afro, you didn't see a lot of black Marshall Warfield. You didn't mm -hmm. see a lot of people that look like us. Nah, um, then doing stand -up. every now and then. Right, right, right. And then even seeing them, they, they, there was a maturity. They were older. They felt older than us. They, they felt, felt like older. our our OGs. You know what I mean? Right, so, right, right. You you saw Bill, 
You saw Bellamy on stage. You were like, oh, that looked like a dude that I was in school with last week in college. Yeah, he <laughs> you know? like a nigga that work at the mall and sell the suits. The, the, the exactly. Fly, the <laughs> yeah, he, works, shit. <laughs> he works at the Oak Tree. He, yeah, he sell the New Jack Swing shit. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Right, right. Right. So, so you see them. When, when's your first time you finally uh, have the courage to get on stage and, and sling these jokes? That was in the summer of 94 at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte. The first Comedy Great Zone off of Independence. Um, yeah, Tuesday night, this was in 94, so it's two years after Def Jam. Def Jam is <laughs> about three seasons in at the time. Yeah. And every Tuesday, all the comedians from Def Jam would come through there from right. talent, the uh, the mayor Chris Thomas, another uh, impressionist OG, um, <laughs> Earthquake, uh, yeah. JB Smooth, Ian Edwards. I met everybody. Pierre, uh, right. uh, uh, T Rex. Um, I met everybody there every Tuesday. Just every yeah. Tuesday, that was yeah. the run. And, and it's funny because that that was the first first time I did that club was was on the Tuesday night, <laughs> and I think they were doing. Uh, it was the creative tour. The creative tour. Right That's after exactly we did Def Jam. Yeah, yep. and they did the Tuesday night joint where I think, uh, I want to say Tone X might have been the host. Tone X, uh, Larry Momon was the host when I was there. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, he was the host. But uh, yeah, I got up, I was scared as shit. And I was like, uh, man. And, but, and salute to Bernie Mac because he was the first big impression that I said, if I can nail Bernie Mac, because at the time yeah. he was bananas hot, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I can nail Bernie, that's gonna give me the confidence. I know they're gonna they fuck with him already. Right, right, right. Nail Bernie, then they're gonna fuck with me too. Right. And you played it smart. Legit, that's what I did. Um, yeah. And the first set went bananas. Like they loved me. And so had it been one of them scenarios where I got booed my first time, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. Are you serious? Bullshit you not. Wow! Wow! So, why do you think it was just a, a matter of getting over the hump of uh, of the initial fear of rejection? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. and if you remember that Tuesday night crowd, yeah, that ain't nothing. I look, look, I was I was booked, and I just survived it. Big. It was like it was me and Todd. It was me and Todd Lynn. Shout out, rest in peace, Todd rest Lynn. Rest in peace, Todd Lynn. Um, and it was, it was on the creative tour and, but they, but Bob, uh, yo, yo Bob Sumner was there and all his Bob, yo Dean, man, yo, we about to change the game. And it was a Def Jam audition for the finals. It's going to be real serious for you. It's real serious, man. Mm. And so like 15 comics went on before Todd and I, who were the actual shows, you know, were booked. And, uh. <laughs> And so I just I I just squeezed squeezed by. I didn't I didn't kill. Todd right. destroyed because right. Todd, you know, Todd had that um he did that that false intro and where he came out to Frankie Beverly and Maze and reintroduced himself and, and shut it down. Mm -hmm. I did I, right. but but back then you're like I right, I'm happy with I right, in a room after people been sitting there for two and a half hours. Yo, side note, I hate when people be in the comments talking shit like nigga. You don't know. This is our conversation. Bernie Mac was huge at the time. Just because you know him from Ocean's Eleven, don't mean that he wasn't <laughs> fucking huge. Bernie was yeah. that nigga. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, let, let me, for, for, for those that don't know, it, there, there's, there's two different circuits, right? Which we're, which we're actually discussing right now, right? Because the exactly. tour that we did, the creative, the creative tour was, there's the mainstream circuit, right? Um, Amy, Evening at the Improv, Caroline's Comedy Hour, uh, HBO uh, Half Hour Comedy Shows. But then there's, there's a circuit that, you know, harkens back in the day they called the Chitlin Circuit or the Black Circuit, the Urban Circuit, right? Right. We're, we're giving y'all some, some game right now. The Urban Circuit is where all the entertainers that you'd never heard of before had been out there building for, for years. You know, Bernie Mac first did Def Comedy Jam in 1992, and but he had already been out for years. Uh, uh, years. Bill Bellamy had been out a couple of years. Uh, Eddie Griffin for years. years. You know all these cats that that had been out earning a living from black people that spent green money um, and wanted entertainment and weren't weren't getting their entertainment when they went into quote unquote mainstream venues. And so instead of having a, a, a a comedy club, they might just have a one-nighter that happened to be a bar or uh, a, a Holiday Inn that, you know, had a um, had a convention hall that held, like, you know, 500 people. That's where we did our show. So Bernie Mac, respect, and, and also, rest in peace to Bernie, because I believe this is the 13-year the anniversary. Um, it's, it, it just passed, or it's coming up this week where he passed, man, and, uh, and, and Bernie I did, is one. I did his last movie with him. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. It was full <laughs> circle. And I'll do you one better. I after he passed, I I ADR'd his voice for for Soul Man. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I I I remember what it because I because um uh Warren Hutchison uh, -huh. uh Warren Hutchison Bernie had done SNL with me um uh, or or he came on and was hosting while I was there, and we we had dope week man. It was just just the classiest dude. I've ever met in entertainment, out of every, and I met a lot of people. Classy's cat, hands down. So Nefertari um, kept inviting me to uh, to the set because she was his assistant at the time, mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't, you know, I was like, Nef, I don't want to come and bother. And she was like, Nah, Dean, that's just that's what people do. Because I was still new to coming out to L.A., so right. I finally went to the set. He saw me, he said, hey, "What's up, man? How you doing, man?" And and had the dopest time, and I, it it was the the season rap party. Mm -hmm. It was the final final episode, so we had a um. They had like this karaoke party, and then me and Bernie did uh did he did he did some great impressions. He did he did a uh he did Sidney Poitier mm -hmm. to me doing Denzel because we did a sketch that got cut um on SNL, um and and it was just a, it was a dope moment, and then I found out later on that Warren Hutchison was at that party. And when, uh, after, um, after Bernie passed, they were trying to figure out who could, um, who could ADR for him. Mm -hmm. And I get a random call. They were like, yeah, um, um, uh, Malcolm, Malcolm D. Lee wants to know if you come in and ADR Bernie. I was like, of course, you know, right, of course. Right. And, then, and then I found out two years after that, that it was Hutchison. So shout out to Hutchison. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. he was there, he, he was there. I remember that party, he was there. Yeah, full circle, bro. Full yeah, circle. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing, man. So you so you so you 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 go on stage, you did Bernie, you crushed it, you have a career now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean so I did a how string of different people, but Bernie was like the one I kicked her off. Yeah. With. 
And, right. you know, I was doing Beavis and Butthead back then, Fire Marshal yeah. Bill, you know, just a bunch yeah. of different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, from watching Cool Bubba Ice and how he structured his his set on Def Jam, right. I said, okay, if that's considered stand-up, I'm going to try that. Yeah. And, you know, that Tuesday night crowd, bro, you're talking about, like, 400 black people in Charlotte, North Carolina. Right. From the hood to the bankers to the, the athletes. Like, it was a lot of money in that room. You know, dirty yeah. and clean money. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you can make, if you can rock that room. Yeah. Then you know you good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just a few rooms in, in, in the in the path of what we do. That if you mm -hmm. if you could kill in this room, you you decent. Yeah, you got a decent chance of making it. Like I said, right. if if that would have if it would have went bad the first time, that would have mm -hmm. just crushed my spirit, and I would have believed them that I'm just not funny. Right. But to know that I could rock them on the first go, right. then you know I've had bad shows thereafter, mm -hmm. fam. But I knew what I could get to. I knew. Right. It didn't discourage me. I was like, all right, shit. They, I, they ain't like that at all. They they were sitting there looking at me in silence. <laughs> and, right. And thank God. But you can always lean on you can always lean on the fact that you, you won them before. Exactly. So that feeds your psyche to say, you know what, I know that I can win in front of them again. Exactly. Yeah. So And especially especially in front of a hard crowd. I I think that's that's going back to what we were saying as far as working urban rooms. You know, people always ask what's the difference between working a uh you know, a, a black room or urban room and a mainstream room. Mainstream rooms they're they're more patient. They 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 allow for exposition, right? You can you can you can work up to your funny black crowd, urban crowd, Latino crowd, we want your funny immediately. Bring it. Because I spent ten, twenty dollars. Right I need you to bring it right now. Right now, right no, now. No, no air in between. Right, right, right. So it's it's, it's like rapid fire. That's when you see someone like a like a Tony Roberts. Mm -hmm. You understand why it's rapid fire? Because mm -hmm. you can you can look at him and say immediately like, okay, he came up during an era earthquake. where earthquake. earthquake. He right. give you sixteen punchlines per joke. Right. Right, right, in, in 15 seconds. <laughs> and all of them is fire. <laughs> all, all blazing. All, all blazing. But yeah, man. So, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it. yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's key. It's key to, to why I'm sitting here today, is, is that right? Moment. And then a year later, I end up on Def Jam. I, I auditioned for Bob like three times. And okay, that's dope. so I had only been doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a small amount of time. I didn't do it that full year because I went back and finished school. So okay. all together, I would say I had like seven months to eight months okay. of comedy experience by the time I hit Def Jam. Dude, dude, that's that's dope. No, it's that's, it's part of my my story, man. Yeah, yeah. So you so you do Def Jam. We 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 ride. That's a that's a, we the always refer to that. We right. rode in the yeah, cab. That's, that's we first met, man, and and what what was dope about doing Dev Jam, uh, you know, it was like this fraternity, right? Mm -hmm. Male female fraternity, where once you did it, you just felt like you got that stamp of approval, um, and and we were all just excited, you know. So you so you do it. I think uh, myself, I did 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 the same night. I think we taped on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. and uh, and then. <laughs> And then we ride, we all, they give us a limo. <laughs> so we ride to this after party at somewhere in the, in the, in the East Village. 
and, and party and, and none of us really we're like this is this is it we made it and I then remember after, LL was at that party when we got there LL was at the party uh -huh. Mark, Mark Curry was in a short uh, wait, wait, waiter uh, fur coat nigga that's hysterical <laughs> my wife always points that joint out and um and after you taped you get back to North Carolina. I'm sure everybody's excited. When your joint aired, um, where were you? And did it have, what kind of impact did that have? Because it's only a year after you started. Yeah. So, so I imagine that's like your, your whole crew, your family, everybody's looking at you like, yo, son, you did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a surreal moment. Because where I'm from, mm -hmm. I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. So, right. A lot of us don't make it out of there in a in a major way. You know, the biggest one right. we got right now is J. Cole and salute right. to the young king. Yes, but it's just not a popular city for people to really blossom from. So to see me on that joint, people was like, yo. And I started to work. I started to do a lot of work after that and opening up for different people like Steve Harvey. I opened for Bernie in Fayetteville. Uh, he, I just he pulled up. Did did you do the Bernie in front of him? Nah, 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 I didn't oh. Um My fault, I had a call, hold on. Did it freeze? Okay. Nah, all good, all good. You busy man, man. You good, we good, are we back, we back? Yeah, we good, we good to go, good to go. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, um, yeah, just opening for mad people, like, and going on tours, and I work with Tommy Davidson and Bruh Man, Reggie Ballard, Bruh Man. Um, yeah, Reggie Martin. Yeah. Um, and it was just cool. Um, a couple of the Dev Jam tours, they threw me on, like, in Charlotte when Chappelle right. was hosting. And, um, yeah, just uh, things just – I started to get into the world, the whole world of touring yeah. and, and right. doing clubs and cutting my teeth and getting really familiar with what it was. Because, mind you, I did Dev Jam, but I still didn't have an hour. So I wasn't headlining right. at all. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. So, but, yeah, just to get that experience was dope. When did you finally, um, you know, have the courage to say, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out west. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I built up my material and my and my legs, so now I'm gonna, cause that's a big move. I just told Bill this story on his podcast. I said, bro, uh -huh. I said, people was telling me, like Steve Harvey sat me down one night. I ate it in front of his crowd. I was, they they was looking at me like I had a fucking turtle on my face. <laughs> <laughs> And so he sits me down backstage, and he's like, "Man, you got all the all the skills, man. You can make millions at this, bro. You can make millions at this." And uh, and he he talked to me for like thirty minutes, and hearing that, hearing different people saying, "Man, you need to move to L.A." Tommy Davidson, they all said, "You need to move to L.A." At the time, in my mind, my only um, knowledge of L.A. was gangs and earthquakes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I was like, man, I ain't going to goddamn L.A. to get either shot or swallowed up into the earth. Nigga, fuck all that. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the movie theater. I, I take a matinee. One day I, I got nothing to do. I'm broke. I'm just like trying to figure out what my life is going to be. You're a comedian. That's perfect. Pre precisely. So I go to see How to Be a Player. Oh, okay. Def Jam's How to Be a Player. I go to a matinee. And as I'm sitting on the screen, I had already met Bill. Right. I had already met Pierre. I had already met uh, Jermaine Huggy Hopkins from Juice. Because right. I used right. to actually dance for him. He, he used to be a rapper. 
or wanted to be a rapper. We used to dance for him in, in Carolina. So I'm watching all these guys that I know on the screen and they're driving through Beverly Hills and all different parts of LA. And it clicked for me in that movie theater. I said, oh, LA is also Beverly Hills and glitz and glamor and Hollywood. It's not just colors and you know what I mean, earthquakes. So that was it. That was my, the light bulb was sitting in that theater right. watching how to be a player. I said, I'm, I'm going to LA. Right, right. How much time has passed from you starting in 94 to you finally going to LA? I moved to LA in 98, February of 98. Okay, okay, that was that was real quick. And you get out there and, and do you see gangs and earthquakes or is it not, it's not, not all that bad? I, I, I seen gangs, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. I did see gangs. Right, of course. I, I definitely, you know, I, I went to, that's when Guy Tory had the Fat Tuesdays. Tuesdays, yeah. And I went there the first, like, four days after I got there, it was Tuesday, and I went. And okay. I saw everybody. And it was one of those moments, like, you need to see this so that you can understand you're in the right place. Right. So the right. night I go there, I'm talking about Snoop, Keenan and Sean Wayans, Cedric, Mike Epps, every like everybody you can imagine was at right. the, the club that night. Right. Um, Big Bear before he passed away, rest in peace, um, yeah. from life. But yeah, everybody was in that joint. And so Eddie Murphy might have even been there that night. But yeah, I'm, I'm on the block. I'm fresh in LA and I'm standing out on Sunset in, in, in front of the comedy store and everybody just chilling. And I always mm -hmm. said, if they would have dropped a bomb on that goddamn corner that night, half right. of black entertainment would have been over with. Right. Because <laughs> everybody was there. So it was just great to see. And, and I, was, I was hooked from that moment right. when I said, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do this. And I right. didn't rest on my laurels. I didn't come out to LA saying, well, I've done Def Comedy Jam. So they, they need to respect me. I said, right. I'm going to start from scratch. I'm not even tripping on that. You know what I mean? Like, it's good that I had it, but I'm, I'm coming out here, whatever I got to do to grind. So I did extra work. I did, of course, I did Soul Train. That was, you know, that was fun for me, but. Um, and it, did you audition? Did you have to audition for Soul Train? No, nah, I just went down there with one of my boys who, he was a, a like a local comedian in LA. Okay. But he also could dance his ass off. So he was like, man, come down to Soul Train. And, um. And so yeah, I went down there and just just you know made my way through the ranks. Um, right. But yeah, it was fun. It was fun shit to do. And I it, that was just my my mindset though. Is I'm gonna come to LA and work my ass off. Right, right. You I had never, the right mentality. Yeah, I never I never had no expectations other than work my ass off and succeed from there. That's that 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 also because I see the flag governor. So that also um, that comes from a strong Trini. Uh, background with hardworking West Indian uh, roots, you know. So, so I, I'm not surprised sure. to uh, to hear that. What, what, real quick, because I want to take it back. What made you like? How did you get to dance at the end of Dev Jam? I always wanted that. Very easy uh, answer. Bob already knew that I could rock. Okay. So during one of the breaks, he um, you know how Bob used to like he. He's like, yo, wear this fat farm hoodie. Uh, make yeah. sure you, you know what I'm saying? He, he laced right. me with this fat farm hoodie. He said, and I want you to come out in this hoodie at the end of your set and dance with the dancers. He kind of uh, whispered it to me. He was just sitting in one of the, one of the seats right by the stage. And yeah. people was like, you know, doing some bathrooms, like a, a, a stop downtime. And uh -huh. he said, he's like, yo, rock this hoodie. 
and come out of the end and, and dance with the dancers. Okay. And he said okay. it in a way like like he was like proud of me. Like he wanted to make sure everybody knew that I was multifaceted. Yeah, yeah. So, and the dancers were looking at me like, wait, why is he here? Because they, right. they was all crews. Right, right. So they looked around, they were like, oh shit, why is he here? And then, and then I come out <laughs> and, and I bust and they was like, it's like, cause you, yo, and what do we say? It's like, yo, like it was the Spike Lee movie moment, like, oh, <laughs> I mean, it was not, it was dope, man. Yeah, it was man. real dope. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was fun, and and that was that's why I met you, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, history. We, we, we made history together, man. We did. We did. Freddie Ricks told me that years ago. He's like, yo, yo, man, remember, everything you do on TV is recorded history. And now, <laughs> not just TV, all forms of entertainment everything. are recorded history, man. Freddie Ricks, so, that's my guy. I ain't heard from him. Freddie Ricks, man. good, good, good dude. Much love, Funny much dude. respect to, to Freddie Ricks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're in L.A., you know, you're, you're building, you're building a name, you're do, doing any and everything. Take me to, to Wildin' Out, because I remember, and Hugh and I have spoken about that, because I remember he was, um, he was, he wrote on there as well as Chris mm -hmm. Spencer. Mm -hmm. How did, uh, did you audition? Did you know um, Nick Cannon? How did, how did the show come about? I, I knew Nick, and it came about, I knew Nick years before that. Nick actually used to dance on Soul Train, too. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, was, that's, yeah, when he was a young, young cat, he would he would pull up. Um, him, uh, him and Wesley Jonathan. Oh wow. Okay. Um, but I knew Nick. I knew him from church. Like we had a bunch of different connections, and so mm -hmm. I remember seeing him one time in Vegas. We run into each other, and he's like, "Man, I got this show with MTV. It's perfect for you." And at the time, I was like, "Ah." All right, nigga. You know, you see people that all the time. They're right. like, oh, everybody hey, has. I got, yo, we going to connect. Right. I got something for right. you. And I was like, yeah, whatever. All right. right. Sure enough, bro, like three days later, when I get back to L.A. from Vegas, they call my agent to come audition. Now, I auditioned for the producers and MTV probably four times. Mm. Like, it was to the point where it was annoying. And I was like, yo, y'all don't understand. For what y'all about to do, I'm I'm nice with this shit. I I know right. this world. Right. I'm in the I'm in the audition, the first one, and I'm freestyling. So they're like, right. can you freestyle? I was like, what y'all want me to talk about? And they threw right. out a topic and I went on that topic. Then I started going around the room and just lighting niggas' outfits up and talking about this dude look like Vin Diesel and this dude blah blah blah. He might eat weasels and blah you know what I mean? I just yeah. started going yeah. off and, and but anyway. It led to the show. So, yes, I did audition. Right, right. And what, you know, because obviously Nick is, is, is dealing with some things, but speak speak to us about the importance. Because I don't think people, I don't think Wildin' Out gets the credit that it, it should for um, becoming the platform that has become, you know, in the last well, 15 years or so for, for launching. Um, being a stepping stone, if not launching, a being thousand, a stepping stone a for thousand, a lot of a thousand, a lot of talent. No, no, no. Um, Wild and Out is the is the new version of Def Jam for us. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I I'm blessed to be a part of both legacies. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, right. Yeah, I I always give Wild and Out credit. Like I'm always <laughs> every interview when people ask me about it, like Wild and Out gave me a name. So right. people that know Atheon Crockett is from Wild Out because we right. were able to say our real names. 
other people right. that know me from other things, they'll call me the character name. Like, oh, Ray right. Ray from Haunted House. Oh, hey, Lester the Court Jester. So right. Wild and Out gave me my name and was, was where I was able to really right. progress with the impressions. Now, right. now I'm doing newer people. I'm doing Jay-Z. I'm doing right. 50 Cent. I'm doing all these different people. Right. Lil Wayne, Omarion, Chris Brown. Um, right. And I'm rapping. We we cutting each other down at the end of the, right. you know, and it's bars. I'm going up against Jim Jones and Kanye right. and, and Talib right. and all these different people. So I remember the Kanye. Kanye seemed like he got annoyed because you were getting him. <laughs> and then he went off with the entire team. That was a good episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a, you know, Wild and Out is, is where, where else can you tune in and see Snoop? freestyling and playing playing comedy games with people and, and, right. and getting off and big boy from outcast and common and krs and biz marquee like you don't see that and that's a stamp yeah. that that validates hip-hop yeah. this hip-hop yeah. is validated within this comedy this comedy show so right. I, I give nick his credit all the time he's a, he was a visionary with that show yeah and, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you also wound up doing I'm I'm moving through because I don't know how much time I have with you and I've I've been it's getting all better. Okay. Um you you did how many seasons did you do of uh Wild Out? I did all of the first the first installment. So it was four and a half seasons. Okay. The, the okay. last season, the fourth season was a double season. Like they okay. did twenty shows instead of the ten. Okay. Okay. Which which is great because that, that means the show's going well. <laughs> if they if they if they double the order, that's a good look. Exactly. When did you uh When did you wind up? Uh, what years? Because you wound up doing your own show that I if I'm not. I went to I think one of the tapings of that because I remember twenty eleven. Like, that was twenty. Yeah. Okay. Twenty eleven. Yeah. How did was that a direct result of having done um, a form of sketch um, with Wild and Out and Nick? And also short circuits. Short circuits, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a combination of characters I did on short circuits and my mm -hmm. YouTube channel. Because when okay. I, after Wild and Out, I did YouTube for a minute and okay. got like sixty million views, and my videos was getting millions of views at a time right. doing the right. parody joints. So, right, you did uh, y'all did you and Nika Nika uh, King, y'all did run this uh, town. Run this town. That was that was dope. Yeah, was Hunt, dope. Hunt Chris Brown and then that shit. Hunt Chris Brown. That joke was fire. They ended up putting that everywhere on E News. Like it was crazy. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah, that energy. We bottled the show up. We packaged it and took it to Fox Network. And okay. And they was digging it. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying. And. At the end of that that last meeting we had with Fox, they were like, they wanted to pair me up with Jamie because he wanted to bring back, you know, an In Living Color style show. And he had right. been shopping the sketch show for a while at that time. So, right. yeah, our, our paths had crossed right there on that mm -hmm. uh, to where he was able to EP and I was producer and, and you know, we went on to do, they only gave us six episodes, but, you know, we, from there, was where the movies came from. Okay. Everybody saw the the, the show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Malcolm Lee, he was like, right. bruh, like you you really got that shit. And right. Soulman, uh me and Marlon doing Haunted House and yeah. uh Dance Fleet, like just 
all of that yes, shit came yeah. out of pixels with Adam Sandler, like all of that came from from the show. From the and, yeah. And, and and you know what that's I'm I'm glad you pointed that out because because uh, like you said you said you only got six episodes mm -hmm. but you flipped them joints you know you milked that joints if 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 you only got one if you only did one movie off of them but you just ran down four you know uh, from from doing six episodes of your show on primetime television and and as as a fan of you and your work as well as a friend. I was, you know, in my opinion, I think um, one of the problems was it seemed like the show couldn't find because it, it was they did the same thing with Living Color, where it was on one night and then it moved to another night. Because I remember it was on I could multiple tell you, nights. I could me and you would have to sit down for about a week uh -huh. and do lunch, and I could tell you what the real problems with the right. show was. <laughs> And we will. <laughs> it had nothing to do with anything that you think. By the time it hit the air, it was all—all all the damage was done. The potholes right. in the road, the right. buildings were blown up. Like <laughs> we just threw tarps over the buildings. Like it was—it was a lot of other shit happened. But but yeah, it was. It was. Were you frustrated? But when you know, because this 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 is a a big break, a big opportunity. Of course, you know, your own show. And what's your mental state when Put it, like it, it hasn't even hit the air yet and, and you have all these issues with it? Put it like this. If you sit down with a network executive and you say, I got this Drake and uh, a Drake sketch and I got a Pacquiao sketch I want to do. And they look at you and say, who's Drake? Who's, mm. who's Pacquiao? And you're like... <laughs> So, you know, when, when, when they don't know the culture, you be like, right, all right, man. When, so, when, the when you hit, <laughs> you're like, ah. I don't know if frustrated is the word, but uh, there's a word. There's, there's right. a word that go along with that. So, yeah, man. But, yeah. But, but, but you flipped it into other opportunities. Got interest. Did Wedding yeah. Ringer. Did a lot yeah. of shit. Did the comedian. You did Universal Remote. Universal. Oh. Universal Remote. Shout out to uh, Charlie Murphy, my big homie. Shout out to Charlie Murphy. Man. Charlie Murphy. It was, it was, it was, it was fun for what it was, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was that. It's that show, man. You know we, we, you know we, we had big ideas on what it was going to be. It just wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't it. But you know what I'm saying? We, we relentless. It's like you in that, you hitting the heavy bag. You keep hitting that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You step it one. And then the sand pops out. Then you're like, oh, damn, I guess I ain't hitting this heavy bag no more. All right? Exactly. Hey, man, shoot, these things happen. You know what? Because I know people are, uh, I'm going to do 10 more minutes than that. No, nah, you know what? Who Do you have, because you have so many amazing impressions. Do you have a favorite? No. A current favorite? No, I... I'm, I'm asking you questions that people always ask me. And, I know. And, that's and what I, I said. You understand this. Yeah. I don't have a favorite at all. People have right. their favorites. Right. Because think about it. I, it's not my only thing that I do. Right. I'm a dancer. I'm a writer. I'm a rapper. I'm an MC. You know, I, I do everything. So I'm not sitting around having favorite impressions, but people, <laughs> have, people have favorites. Like right. Angelo, I see my Angelo's in the comments. Jay Z, Chris Rock, like they always yeah. asking for different, uh, different joints. 
You only do, oh, I'm good. Hang I on love you, Miami. Hang on. Somebody, I got to close this window yeah. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie is bomb. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm giving shout outs while, while he steps off. Uh, Jay Ryder, what up, son? I see you, Jay. Mini Manchester Peace. Coach, I see you in there. Glows, $23.99. I hate when neighbors be smoking outside my window like, nigga, go to your motherfucking house. <laughs> I smell the shit coming in. God damn it. Yo, I want to do, uh, I was coming up with just weird scenarios with me and Jay. If uh, if, if, my, if Dr. Maya Angelou and Monique had a conversation about <laughs> about Netflix, though, we'll, we'll do Denzel later, but... but <laughs> Somebody said Russell Simmons. Russell's a funny one. Yeah, Russell. I love I love your Russell. Um, all right, all right. So hold up. So Russell and Dr. Dr. Maya Angelou and uh and Monique and Denzel talking about Monique's situation with Netflix. So Russell's talking to Denzel? Russell's talking to Monique. I I'll, I'll throw in Monique. People like the Monique. Okay. So what happened? You know what, Russell? First off, first off, let me let me let me tell you um to, to everyone watching. Hello, my loves. Hello to everyone that's watching, my loves. Um, Netflix. They didn't want to pay a sister. You know, they didn't want to. All all I wanted was was a conversation. You know, you had conversations with Chris Rock. You had conversations with Jerry Seinfeld. Shoot, give a sister a conversation. That's all I asked. Well, here, here's the thing, you know, I think you need to take yoga. You're too hostile, you know, you, you just, you, you can't, you cannot talk to people in the industry like that because they don't want to work with you, okay? They don't love you. They won't love you if you're yelling at them. White people- Russell, I wasn't yelling. It was through an email. I didn't use all caps locks. But you're yelling at me right now. And so if you're using all caps through an email, I can hear you slobbering all over the email. Russell, I'm not yelling. I'm just talking. I am passionate. I am passionate. But it sounds like you're yelling. Trust me, I know, because I yell at people all the time. I yell at my daughter. I yell at my brother, run. I say, hey, run. Go run. Run somewhere. Get out of my face. Russell, that's not, that's not yelling. That's, that's speaking with, with a tone. You have tone. I mean, yeah, I mean, I have a skin tone. Russell, don't play with me. Don't play with me. I'm not the one. Well, you're the two. I'm, you might be the I'm two. not the one. I don't, I don't need... You, you know what? Those are semantics. You're dealing in semantics now. So why don't you just, you know, take the money and then, you know, go back and, and like, tell Netflix they, they can kiss your, 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 your aim, Nicole. Just take the money and blow up. Why? Russell, why would I take 500000 when I'm worth millions? Do you know, do you know, I am the most decorated uh, black female comedian in history? Forget Whoopi, forget Samoa, forget Leslie Jones, forget Tiffany. I, I have an Oscar. Did you see Precious? I didn't brush my teeth for two weeks. Yeah, but I think Moms Mabley is a little more celebrated than you. Moms Mabley ain't never won an award. Well, I mean, you know, she didn't have to. You know, she's Mom Mabley. She's a legend. And what's her first her. name, Russell? If not for moms, what's her real first name since you since she celebrated? Her real her first name is Mother. We call her Mom for short. You know what, Russell? You full of crap. You full of crap. 
<laughs> it was stupid. No, no. Oh, who do they say early? Oh, oh, Doctor by Angelo and 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 Denzel. All right. Hey, um, you know what? Um, I I'm going I'm gonna you know what I I I you know there there aren't many people that have me have me humbled, huh? And and to to be in the presence of 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 a goddess, huh? Of a, of not just a Greek god, an American god, huh? Dr. Maya Angelo, it is it is an honor. Well, I thank you. I thank you. I appreciate you very much. Um, it is an honor to sit down with you, young man. Okay, I, I believe I met you when you're seventeen. You're doing theater off Broadway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. I was sitting I was sitting in Manhattan in a donut shop, and you came by, and you said, yeah. "Ma'am, you have a donut crumb on your lip," and I was like. It was it was right there. It was right there. Yes, right there. yes. But you're such a kind, such a kind. I licked my finger. Yeah. I let you let you let me lick my finger and touch your face, and I took that crumb and I ate it. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> you did. Yes, you did. You made an, an old woman flutter for a second there because you had such nice teeth. I was like, who is this young man with such nice teeth? But anyway, uh, so so I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. To hear that, to hear that from, to hear that from you, you know, is 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 it it it, it, it touches me. Please don't cry, don't don't cry. I'm, I'm not you. No 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, uh, I'm not. You want me to? You want me to cry? But I'm not. You seem to be getting a little missy eye. You seem to be I'm getting not, waterworks. I don't know. If I, I, don't, I don't. I, I don't have tears in my eyes. I I got allergies. Your allergies sound a lot like crying. It's, 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 you know, there's there's pollen in here, pollen and pollen and dust in here. And uh, I, uh, you know, I just. Well, look, I, I know I'm getting a little older, but help me out here. Is pollen another word for emotion? It sounds like you have a lot of emotion in the room. You know, I, 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 I do. I, you know, my uh, doctor, Doctor Angelo, is it Angelo or Angelo? Angelo, Angelo. It just it depends on what state you're in, okay? Just, Mental state or actual the the, the 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 physical state, the actual like New York, New Jersey. Yeah, like Mississippi. Mississippi, okay. So in Mississippi they call you Angel. Well, in Mississippi they call you the N word. <laughs> Look, my Angelo has a Jay Z lab. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm trying to think who else who else to hit him with before we only got two two minutes two minutes uh remain a minute and a half. Who else? Uh, <laughs> Yo, lastly, um, lastly, who broke throw anybody? And we got we got eighty seconds. Come on, Tracy, man. Okay. Man, you're Chris, funny, man, you're fucking funny, man. Okay, Chris. Oh my God, man. Chrissy, you Tracy. funny? You funny, Papa? Tracy, old man. I remember when you first did Death Jam. You, had, you did a fat Michael Jackson. Yeah, with the propeller. I said, man, this motherfucker's covered in a motherfucker, man. Okay? Fuck out of man. Okay? That shirt was, I heard that shirt on for two days. I was excited. It was caked up on the underarms. Oh, I see it. It was caked up when we saw you that night. Okay? Yeah. We was like, yeah. Tracy, he got on a white shirt, but he got on two lemons in a headlock. Okay? It was the yellow armpits, man. 
Cut. Yo, Chris, you funny. I love you, Papa. I love you too, Bump. man. Okay? Put me in more movies. Hey, look here, man. No, we're from New York, man. I got you, man. We from fucking New York, man. Okay? I'm from Bedside, Brooklyn, man. Okay? Fuck out of here. That's not do or die. Do or die. Exactly, man. Do or die. Yo, listen, it got it got 10 seconds left. I'm, I might have to go out and come back in. <laughs> Sound just like that nigga. <laughs> Yo, man. All of this going to cut us off.